0: Take you now to a broadcast from New York City taken earlier today, March 13, 1967 at 3.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
2: This is Diane Conti, and I'm standing outside the United Nations building where, in a few hours, Senator Byrd will be hosting a rally. Though he has yet to confirm the subject he'll be speaking on, many suspect it is related to the senator's mutant draft proposal. Though he has been silent on the subject for several months, it still appears to be a popular idea based on the crowd that is already gathering.
3: Now, that Senator Byrd, he's a politician I can get behind. He understands that these good-for-nothing superheroes need to be put in check. Just look at what Mr. Fantastic has done since the bugle exposed him for the fraud he is. Nothing. He's done absolutely nothing. He's been up there in his ivory tower, hiding from the people and from the consequences of his actions. I think it's about time the senator and the whole city of New York do something about these freaks. After months of inactivity following the death of one of their members, human rights group Mutants for Peace has started to organize once again in Manhattan. Reports of small demonstrations scattered throughout the five boroughs have reinvigorated conversations in the government about a mutant-only version of the controversial Vietnam draft. This bill was first proposed by Senator Harrington Byrd, who has since redirected his focus onto the Fantastic Four. Following the Daily Bugle expose on the Galactus invasion, Byrd has been very vocal with his concerns about the group. Meanwhile, there have been several sightings of the figure known as the Silver Surfer. This human-like creature was first seen on the day that Manhattan was invaded by the Mr. Fantastic generated Illusion Galactus, and has since been assumed to be another invention of the scientist. However, these recent accounts complicate that narrative, as Mr. Fantastic has assured the public that the Flying Silver Man was no longer a concern. Whatever the Surfer is, he appears to still be at large.
0: Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels Based on the graphic novel by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross Episode 9 The Herald
3: Who are you? Did Reed Richards send you?
4: The world What? I shut up the world
3: I-I don't understand. What
1: is he trying to say? Maybe we could get Reed, see if he would let us use his universal translator.
2: What is there to translate? He's speaking English. Plans to send
4: another craft? Another craft? Another... Oh, sort of?
1: Something's clearly wrong with
4: him. Breaking news, an extraterrestrial attack.
1: Stay inside. Is that... are you trying to warn us? Ben, if he's trying to warn you about another invasion... I know. Robot, alien, whatever he is,
3: we need to get this thing to a lab.
5: I'm telling you, that's not a robot. He's probably an alien, but he's he's acting like a radio.
1: What? What do you mean?
5: I think if we... Hey, man! I've been looking for you. Oh my God, Spider-Man! Oh hey,
1: you're, you're
5: Charlie Martinez, right? Love your work. Oh my God, Spider-Man knows my name.
4: What are you doing here? Looking for this guy? No, no, no! Wait! Ooh, he's a fast one, huh?
2: How about I hitch ride, then?
1: Whoa! Anyone have eyes on him? I think he was heading east.
5: You're right, he's east. Come on!
1: Hey, I got a few years on all of you.
3: Uh, keep going. No way, old friend. I'm wiped, too.
2: Why was Spider-Man looking for him, do you think?
3: Who knows? Silver Surfer sightings have been all over the news recently. Spider-Man's probably just trying to stay on top of potential threats.
5: Yeah, especially since the Fantastic Four aren't exactly around to keep us safe.
3: They made that choice, Charlie. Reed was able to cut a deal with the city. He didn't get charged, and he stopped
1: doing the big experiments, yes. But no one ever said he had to sit on the sidelines. I'm sure if something really bad happened, the FF would step in. I know they would. Over
5: here! Oh! Ow.
3: Oh, uh, oh, so sorry.
5: serio? <laughs> Jeez.
3: Peter? Hey, Marsha. Parker, what are you doing here? Charlie, is it broken?
5: Yep.
2: Oh, damn. It. Oh, gosh. I- I'm so sorry. Peter, what? Oh, right. Well, I, uh, I-,
4: I saw the surfer, you know, flying around, so I thought it'd be good to take some photos.
1: Where's your camera? Oh, um. Listen, uh, are you guys trying to catch up with him? We had caught up with him when Spider-Man interrupted. Oh, jeez, that's some luck. Well, I- I'm sure he was just trying to help. Trying or not, he ran off our best lead.
4: Hmm. Well, I think I saw the surfer go into that building over there. It looked like he was going to maybe hang out on the roof. I bet Spider-Man just thought he was dangerous. It'd be an easy
1: mistake to make. I don't think he is, though. The surfer seemed too confused to be dangerous.
4: Right, yeah.
2: I, I mean, why? What's g- wrong with him? He can't seem to really talk.
1: Which all of
2: you
3: are doing too much of.
2: Are you coming?
4: Uh, I don't think so. I've got to go get my camera and then head to Birds Rally. What? You. Oh, no, 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 no. I- I'm not going to support. Just take photos. Right. That building, Parker? Uh, yep, that's the one. Come on.
2: Good luck. Thanks. Artisty.
3: Thanks for the run, pal. Haven't gotten that much exercise in months.
1: Concerned. Foe? Friend? Apologies. Well then, apology accepted. Look, we'd like to help you if you let us. That's right. We're gonna get you to a lab. Maybe see if Tony Stark No,
5: we have to take him back to my house.
1: What? Charlie, I, I don't think that's wise. We should take him to a real scientist.
5: I am a real scientist. And I think I can fix him. Help him. Please. Hola, mamá. Carlota, tan boba. ¿Por qué tocas la puerta? I forgot my keys.
1: Apologies, Mrs. Martinez. We'll be out of your way in no time, I promise.
5: That's what you said earlier, and then you dragged my daughter away. ¿Qué es eso? He's a friend, mamá. We think? Esa cosa no va a entrar a mi casa. Please, mamá, I can help him.
4: La única cosa que hay que temer. La única cosa. La. La. Habla español.
5: It speaks a lot of languages.
0: I know.
5: know. If he breaks anything, he'll pay for it. Hurry. Before she notices, he doesn't have pockets. Gracias, mamá. Let me know if the Hulk is on his way. I'll hide the good China. Come on.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing
5: So the reason we were even able to find this guy is because of the radio frequencies, right? Right. I think he was talking to you through the radio because something in his head or in his biology got scrambled. Is that right? Uh Mr.
2: Surfer? Was that a nod? That looked like a nod.
1: Can you understand us? Course of not intelligence.
2: I think he can, but it's like a aphasia. What's that?
1: It can happen with head injuries, a crossing of the wires in the brain. It makes it difficult to speak. I saw something similar during the war.
5: Right, yeah. Crossing of wires is a good way to put it. So now we just need to uncross.
3: No offense, kid, but you're not a brain surgeon. How are you going to fix him?
5: Because I don't think it's a wire issue. It's a frequency issue. What? His frequency. The frequency that we were able to trace. It seems to be having some kind of effect on his speaking ability, which wouldn't be true for a person necessarily, but you know. Not a person. But I think if I do this.
1: Oh! Oh! Just oh,
5: once uh, uh. okay.
4: What the hell was that?
5: Homemade compact radius EMP. EMP?
4: Electromagnetic pulse. I believe Miss Martinez isolated the frequency I had been using to communicate and disrupted it to realign me back to where I belong. Disruption as a tool for healing. It is extremely clever thinking, young human. I am endlessly impressed with the resourcefulness of your often primitive race.
5: Excuse me?
4: You earthly beings called humans. You're not as mindless and disposable as Galactus supposed. Thank you, Carlotta Martinez. You have done me a great service. If there is ever any way I can repay this debt to you, I will gladly come to your aid.
5: Yeah. No problem, man.
4: You, uh... How? Who are you? Apologies. I know all this must be difficult for you to comprehend. I am. I was, once, the Herald of Galactus, devourer of worlds. Herald? I sought out planets for him to consume. I have served him for centuries. Far longer than your human minds can fathom.
3: Hey, how about you let us decide what our human minds can handle? I mean you no offense, Mr. Yurik.
4: I am simply speaking honestly. You are a noble planet, true, but not... ...advanced in the cosmic sense. But that does not mean you deserve to perish at the hands of Galactus. Once I saw the richness in the hearts of the occupants of this planet, I knew I could no longer participate in this endless rampage across the universe. So I rebelled, fought alongside the Fantastic Four and helped to banish Galactus from this world.
2: Why... Why would you do that?
4: A stranger. During our invasion I happened upon a woman who treated me with great kindness. She reminded me of... Another, of another place a long time ago, so far removed from the present yet so close to the core of my being that I was startled back into awareness. I have borne witness to the birth of stars and the death of planets. I have flown across galaxies in search of nourishment for my master to fulfill a promise and a duty. He filled my cup with the power cosmic, otherwise I would be empty. A hollow vessel where only the screams of dying planets echo in solitude. I forgot what dying meant, for I have not lived in a long time. Until now. Until this stranger. Though she could not see herself, she helped me to see the full potential of her planet. Couldn't see. Alicia Masters? Ben Grimm's girlfriend? Yes. She and Mr. Grimm seem to have a profound connection.
2: Except... See.
1: Marcia, the conversation you overheard. Ben being jealous.
2: It was about you. You were the poor lost soul.
1: Yes. Alicia Masters helped me find kindness and pity again. Two things that I thought had been lost to me. Galactus did something to you, didn't he? When he shot you with those lasers. Indeed.
4: I believe it is your vocation to see and understand what happens around you,
1: yes? It is, though I'm not sure I've been doing so well on that lately. Galactus made me what I am. Gave me
4: the powers to sail the stars and traverse the very edges of the universe. When I turned on him, he stripped me of these powers, confining me to this planet.
5: Is that... is that what made you go all weird?
4: I would not have chosen those specific words, young one, but yes. He has made this world my prison, and in doing so, seems to have made language a prison as well. But you were able to communicate through the radio. It appears my frequencies were aligned with that of your terrestrial broadcasting. I could not speak in my own words, only echo what had already been said on your myriad airwaves. I was trapped, my language as reflective as the silver body that my former master gave me. That is, until this unique being before me set things right.
2: This is so cool. If you've been trying to get in contact with us, why did you run away earlier?
4: You must forgive me for doing so. I would usually never be so abrupt, but with my ability to converse thusly compromise, I was not certain of the Spider-Man's intentions, whether he was friend or foe. It appears that he had the same quandaries about me. Though I could not speak to him, he quickly understood that I meant no harm, and, realizing that he was ill-equipped to help me himself in that moment, directed me to wait for all of you on that rooftop. He, like me, understands that this child here is capable of extraordinary things.
5: (laughs) Go on.
3: That's all well and good, but now that you do have all your faculties back, don't you have an urgent message for us?
1: That's right. Is Galactus coming back? Will the Fantastic Four be able to beat him again? Should we contact the Avengers? Galactus is not a concern. Despite my change to you on his actions in this universe, he would
4: never go against his word. And he gave those four protectors his word. He will not be returning to your planet. But you are correct, I do have an urgent message for Earth. There is another invasion coming and they may already be here. Who are they? I wish I knew. With my powers cosmic limited as they are, I have not been able to discern the exact nature of this imminent danger. Imminent? Okay, so we know there's a threat. But we don't know what it is.
3: How is that helpful?
4: How are we supposed to fight it? I believe Reed Richards and his compatriots can protect this Earth. Having fought alongside them, I know them to be fearsome
1: warriors. That's what I thought, too. But then all this business with Reed and the hoax... They haven't been doing much protecting lately.
2: Because they haven't been able to. Every time they go outside, they're hounded by people who call them frauds.
1: Marsha, we were operating off the information we had, information that Reed gave us. But
2: now we know that it was real. Dr. Richards didn't fake it all, just like I always said.
1: Well, then why did he lead us to believe he did? (gasps) Wait,
2: the recording of his interview. When you left your recorder behind, it was still recording until you came back to get it.
3: I know, but there's nothing on it.
2: What if there is? I thought I could hear Dr. Richards talking to someone else, but it was too quiet for me to make out.
3: You brought your copy with you.
2: I was going to ask Charlie if there was anything she could do to up the volume. Peter's idea, Uh, the guy you met earlier. Hmm. There probably is a way to alter the magnetic energy to
4: amplify. I believe I can assist.
5: Wait! No offense, Mr. Surfer, but we don't know what your... Whatever you call it...
4: The power cosmic?
5: Right! That! It could fry the tape. Or blow my house up. Let me just... Uh Aha! See? No need for superpowers. This'll work just fine. I built it to separate and eliminate background noise out of recordings, but I think with a couple of tweaks, I could probably amplify it instead. Here.
3: You're quite something, Charlie.
2: Remind my mother of that on your way out. Uh, Here. The part I'm talking about is at the end.
3: Here in a moment. Yes,
2: of course. I knew it.
3: You knew that Reed Richards was conspiring
1: with someone?
2: Well, okay, no, but I knew there was something more here. I don't
5: understand. Who was Dr. Richards talking to? What is he doing?
1: We have to talk to him. If he's in
3: trouble or why do you assume he's in trouble? Sure, it looks like Galactus wasn't a hoax after all.
1: There's still something not quite right about all this. I mean, what kind of bargain was he talking about? If Reed intentionally sold us this lie, he had to have a reason. Whoever was on the end of that telephone call, that's the reason. And we need to set this right. We can't set anything right until we talk to Reed.
2: How are we going to do that? He hasn't been seen in months. I doubt we could just walk in there. I can get to him. You can. He said that if I ever really
5: needed help, I could go to the Baxter building and give a code to uh their doorman, their mailman. Billy something. Willie Lumpkin? Yeah, that's the guy.
3: What's the code?
5: I'm not going to tell you. Charlie? Uh-uh. I get to come with you, that's the deal. I've been cooped up in this house so much these past few months, and I'm tired of it. I'm along for the ride now.
1: All right, fine, but you have to check with your mother first. I believe that now is my time to depart.
2: What?
4: Now that I have the full breadth of your marvelous language at my disposal, I'm going to see what else this unique planet has to offer. If I'm to be confined here, I may as well explore as much as I can.
2: You're not gonna stick around and help us?
4: You are glorious beings, full of light and strength. While it has been an honor to assist you, you must carry on from here. I know you will find the truth. Farewell, friends. I hope that we meet again.
1: get it? I think I did. A silver alien surfing into the sunset.
2: That's going to make quite the photo.
1: I thought I'd lost my ability to marvel at the universe, but the universe always finds a way to surprise me. I just have to remember to look up.
2: It's nice to have you back, Mr. Sheldon. It was getting lonely being the only one who believed in the extraordinary.
1: Let's not celebrate yet. Ben's right. We still have to get to the bottom of all this. We have to go talk to Reed Richards. Now you have to keep a cool head in there, Ben. You can't go in and accuse Reed of things before we give him a chance to explain himself. I know how to conduct an interview, Phil.
2: What are we going to do once we have the truth? All of New York has spent the last few months thinking of Mr. Fantastic as a villain.
1: We'll have to set the record straight. Sometimes stories change. We try our best to have all the information before publishing, but we don't always know what we don't know. Especially when the person with all the
3: information is purposefully misleading us. Okay, what is that noise?
2: Is that Senator Byrd?
3: Right, the rally. I forgot this was happening tonight. Here,
2: rally about what? In front of the most powerful international
5: institution in the world. It's beautiful, Look. right? Let's hear a cheer! What's that?
1: It's the Fantastic Four. We are
0: gathered here.
1: Charlie, what are you doing here?
5: We were looking for you. They know the truth now. They know you didn't do anything.
3: Dr. Richards, gentlemen, I'm glad you're here. You are? Yes. You both, more than anyone, deserve to know why I did what I did. You mean you're finally going to tell us the truth? The whole truth? I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to tell the whole world.
0: Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, written by Lauren Shippen, starring Cliff Methodman Smith as Ben Urich, Anna Sophia Robb as Marsha Hardesty, Ethan Peck as Reed Richards, and Seth Barish as Phil Sheldon. Directed by Paul Bay, produced by Jennifer Minnell, Harry Goh, and T Square. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Misha Stanton. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham, featuring Al Thompson. Carla Brandberg, Clark Carmichael, Zarina Mata, Daniel Molina, David Carl, Gabriela Ortega, Carl Kenzer, Rami Margrone, Satomi Hoffman, and Teo Rabolson. Special thanks to Amelda Skinder. For more information, visit marvelspodcast.com.